this is Paul Herzog, composer of the music from Bloodsport and Kickboxer, and you are listening to Justin Ray Harvey. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Justin Harvey Show, one of the hottest shows on iTunes right now. I wanted to bring a very special guest um, to the show. I consider him to be a good friend of mine. And we'll get to stories here in a minute, but I want to introduce artist, musician, Matt Deal. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, welcome. Thanks, man. Appreciate you having me, Justin. Thanks so much, man. Oh, uh, absolutely, man. And uh, before we get into, like, you know, actually how me and you met, because um, I'm sure the audience would find that to be interesting, um, can you give my audience you know, uh, some of your background, your story on how you got started in the music yeah. industry. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, uh, I grew up in, all in West Virginia. I grew up down in Welch, West Virginia, first 14, 15 years of my life. And just shortly around the time, right around the time I was just moving away from Welch, I'd say maybe a year before I did, I got my first guitar just on a whim. Look, I, got, I mean, I really got lucky. I don't know what my dad saw in me or realized, perhaps, but I just told him I kind of felt like I wanted a guitar. And, I mean, you know, I had, like, a telescope and a million other things like that. that I was like, hey, I think that'd be cool, and they'd buy it for me, and they would just stack up in the closet and gather dust. But, lo and behold, like, he surprised me a month or so later, got a guitar while it was up in Beckley, swung by Guitars Plus. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't stop playing after that. And after I moved up to Bluefield, kept on playing, and never thought I would really sing. I always just thought I would play guitar. And then at mm-hmm. a certain point, I was like, I'm no Eddie Van Halen. I'm going to have to start singing. <laughs> so, so then I, after that, next thing I know, I'm getting to like my early 20s, and I end up being the guy singing at parties for my friends. Mm-hmm. And then after that, next thing you know, it's sort of like you know a bar here. A friend of mine, Jerry Purdue, right around here, I played one show at Leo's. Just I can't even remember how that happened, but then I got... My friend Jerry Purdue heard me and was just like, man, I'm going to get you to Ramsey. He was managing the bar down there at the time. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it just sort of, it just started, started there. I played there on Saturday night and ever since I've played, you know, a bunch of different places here and everywhere else that I could. Mm-hmm. And it's been real fun. Wow. And ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to, I wanted to share a funny story with you guys. Um, actually, how I actually met Matt, Matt Deal was, um, Matt actually uh, played at uh, Munchie's Bar and Grill at my birthday bash that uh, Brian Reznor had um, done for me, and um, I was looking for a place to sit, and, you know, um, I asked Matt if I could, you know, sit with him, and uh, he's like, of course, and I didn't realize that he was, you know, a part of the band, that's what's so funny about it. You know, I was like, you know, can I, can I sit here? And he's like, you know, of course. And I introduced myself, and he actually knew, knew who I was, you know, for where you did my party and stuff. Well, yeah, cool. like, you, when, you're, when you're coming up for a second, like, at first you just face look familiar, and I had this, like, horrible moment that I have a lot of times because, you know, I, <laughs> I play a lot in bars, and a lot of them will give you free drinks. So, you know, half the time I'll see people... 
and I know I know the face. I'm just like, all right, what did we talk? And I'm trying to remember the conversation. But then after a second, as you got a little bit closer, and then he came asked and talked to me, I felt a whole bunch of relief because I'm like, no, wait, wait, that's right. This is his birthday party. I knew beyond, beyond, because the beyond, beyond had been like booked for it. And I yeah. just happened yeah. to know those guys. And then Rob was just like, hey, man, could you come open up for us? We're going to be doing like a whole night, and we'd like to have an opener. I was like, of course, sure. I'd love to play munchies. Everybody says it's awesome up there. And then, lo and behold, here comes the birthday boy rolling up over to my table. So I got to meet you before I, we even got started. So that was just a nice little turn of fate. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's really nice because, honestly, honestly, Matt, I believe I'll remember that for the rest of my life, to be honest, because that was just that was really, really cool how we met, you know. And actually, what was great, too, is, like, beer was everywhere that night. I mean, people I didn't even know was just handing me beer, you know. That's that's the dangerous thing about a birthday party at a bar. <laughs> it's also the best thing about a birthday party at a bar. But it's just like, you know, when other people are paying for it and it's just coming from all directions, just like, yeah, sure, well, okay. Like, I've just barely made it out alive from a couple of my birthdays. So I'm glad, I was glad to see that you're still in good spirits and that they hadn't gotten you too much because I've had a couple of bad birthdays. <laughs> Yeah, I, I honestly I honestly thought I was going to be hung up for the next day, but amazingly, I wasn't, you know. That's hmm. the best is when you get away with it like a superhero. <laughs> I know, right? It's like it's like the gods are smile, smiling on me today, you know. This was, today was your day to get away with some stuff. Exactly. You know... That small party, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. That was just, that was awesome. And ladies and gentlemen, he does uh, he does a great job with all of his music. And, you know, I had no idea that he was going to play Tenacious D. And I was like, I almost flipped out. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I freaking love Tenacious D. So. There's some songs that... Uh some songs I sort of like keep hitting away. They're like the most precious moments that you know. Just uh, I'm like, all right, maybe not. If you're if you're like the biggest venue you're going to be at, then maybe you don't want to break out the tenacious D because you know there might be a few people get offended or God forbid there's any kids around or something. But on the other hand, it's like great when you're just in a bar and you're looking around and it's a bunch of other people that just just sort of look like you. You're just like, all right, I got I think I got a little treat for you guys. And if not, you know, then maybe maybe I'll offend someone. Here's open not. But those are the best moments, because when people hear a song like that, they're just like, yes, yes, he's playing my favorite dirty song that I would sit around and drink and get out of my friends with and juggle to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Matt, because I'm telling you, if I if I physically could have, I would have jumped on stage and started singing with you on that well, one. That's okay. It's all, all you got to do in the future is, like, you, you just motion me. If I, got a, if I got a wireless microphone, I'll come to you. We'll just make it happen. He's like, I know that one. Come on down here. Come on down. I'm like, all right, we'll make this work. So, and, uh, uh, did, did you did you actually see me on uh, on stage when I actually almost made Brian Rissner cry? I did. I did. I, I'm not sure. I'm not positive that he didn't. I mean, he's a big man. Nobody's questioning his, his manhood. He's a big, strong dude. But I think he might have made a tear roll out of his eye. I mean, I, I think you, you had yeah. me. You had me. It was a good speech. I wouldn't have blamed him. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it all came from the heart, man. I mean, it's just it's just one of those things. And, you, you know, it, it's like, it's like I've always said, 
you know, don't judge a book by its cover because I see a lot of people, you know, out there, and they think that disabled people don't like to go to bars or or even party even, or even listen to rock music, you know, and I'm one of the few that loves to rock out. Well, you know? I've, learned, I've learned over the years that if you just sort of decide what's going on with the person the second that you meet them, and think that whatever you've learned from, I don't know, usually most people, it's not even from real life. It's just something they saw watching TV, and they're like, well, I'm sure that's how it goes every time you meet this person. Mm-hmm. Like, you miss out on so much. Like, that's the fun part is, like, in the, each, and every, each and every person's just such a different snowflake. So, like, mm-hmm. bumping into you and seeing that you're, like, this fun guy to talk to, and then you telling me that you've got your own Internet radio show and that you've got this started up and all these other things going on. I'm just like, this is just what a cool, interesting guy. And that's mm-hmm. my favorite part of going out in the world on a day-to-day basis. You just never know who you're going to bump into, what kind of new person you're going to meet. And people like you are the reward you get if you talk to people. Oh, oh, absolutely, and I don't know if I told you that, but I am also a music artist myself. I actually uh, recorded a cover version of um, Fight to Survive from the movie Bloodsport. Nice. So, so yeah, I've seen, you know, I've seen the other side of the the stage, so to speak, which is really, really awesome, so... It's awesome and terrifying all at the same time, but it's cool because you know you're alive. Oh, oh yeah, it's 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 a rush, I tell you. You know, I I miss being on that stage, to be honest with you. So it, there's 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 no feeling like it. But Matt, like, what is your? You know, I know you got your family and everything, but what is your expectation with your music? I mean, where where do you want to take it? Do you like want to be like? Big and famous, like, uh, let's see, uh, uh, what's a good band that's famous? Um, let's see, like Drowning Pool or Metallica? What, so, like, one of my favorite rock bands that's out there these days would be Queens of the Stone Age, if mm-hmm. I thought about one that's, like, probably you know, still on, you know, on top of their game and, you know, out there doing the thing. And I kind of like where they are, too, because, like, Queens of the Stone Age is pretty pretty famous, but at the same time that, like, you know, if you weren't just a fan of them, they're not, like, you know, Taylor Swift famous, so, you know, one of the guys, one of the guys in that band, like, the bassist of Queens of the Stone Age, can totally just go out and get himself some donuts, and probably not have to worry about getting harassed, I mean, even though, like, the lead singer could probably still go out and do what he wants. Like, I would love to be, like, just that successful, like, and successful enough so that, ooh, so many people heard my music, and that I know that my family is taken care of, but also not so crazy famous that, like, I couldn't go to the mall and buy a new pair of shoes without getting harassed by a bunch of people. I want, to be, I want to be one of those weird people in the middle that you find out about or, you know, you read their obituary in the paper when they die, and you're like, wow, this dude did just all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like, that's like, that's like with me. The other day I wondered, I was like, you know, not that I want to die anytime soon, but I was like, I wonder how I will be remembered, you know? Well, I feel uh, like it, yeah. it's like you don't want to be, you don't want to think about it too much because then you get like, it, then it gets weird. But at the same time, it's like if you never think about it, then you could end up living a slightly lame life. So you do kind of have to think about, all right, that's, and yeah. most, I guess mostly it comes up when you're doing something like kind of shameful. Like when you're having like one of those moments like where you're about to roll through the drive-thru at McDonald's 
and you had to scratch like a bunch of like change out from under your car seat. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to be remembered as this guy. I don't want, I don't want to go down like that. <laughs> so, and then those are the moments when you start thinking about your legacy that you'll leave behind. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Matt, what was the first song you ever played? Uh, I think the first one, yeah, I think the first song that I ever actually learned to play all the way through really would be Santeria by Sublime. Awesome. And it was because that was the one that I, I guess, I think it was the one that I liked enough and listened to enough that I was dedicated to sit there and just play it over and over and over and over again until it sounded something sort of kind of like the song that I loved. Awesome. And I wanted to get your opinion on something because this is, you know, this is my show and this is my opinion, but, like, you know, auto-tune can be really, really cool, but to me, to be a real artist, don't use that freaking auto-tune, honestly, because if you use auto-tune, anybody can be an artist. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, I have, like, I always tell people I have this one pedal that I use when I'm playing music. And uh, what it does is it'll, like, you can plug your guitar into it and plug your uh, microphone into it, and then it'll give you uh, harmony vocals off of, like, you know, and it'll base it from the key of the instrument you're playing in, and, like, there's different settings, like, and it'll go, you know, two or, you know, three different voices. But the the reason I picked the one I have, it's called the voice box, is Mm -hmm. because it doesn't have pitch correct on it. I like that about it. So... If you screw up with that, then it's like you screw up and you get like two or three harmonies that screw up just like you did. So you still get you still get called out on your mistake because they make them. There's like a couple other ones I saw and they like just have the pitch correction built in. And yeah. I was just like, nah, man, because I don't want to ever have that moment where I've been singing through like really nice fancy equipment for years and years and then one day suddenly I hear myself in my living room and I'm like, oh, God, oh, <laughs> what? why do I sound like that? No. You know, because, like, like with me, I know I'm not the best singer in the world, but, like, my mission was to cover cover my favorite song of all time, and then, like, I, um, I wrote one song that I recorded, and then me and a friend of mine recorded a funny song that I'll have to, uh, that I'll have to send to you, and, uh, you know, my, my recording music career was, like, really, really short, so... <laughs> Well, I mean, it, the thing is, like, you had something you want to record, and you you recorded it. You made a point to. Like, that's that's all anybody can really ask of you. Like, you just, that's the only reason I still keep on going with that is that every now and then a new song will pop out of my head, and I'm just like, well, I'm going to have to get some sort of recording of that down because, kind of like what we were saying, worrying about, like, what people will think when you die. Like, one of my weird stresses is, like, when I think about stuff, if I, you know, if I die, it's like, all right, there's family, mainly, like, what happens to them? They're going to be all right. And then pretty much, like, right after that is, man, what if I die and I don't have all the songs that I wrote recorded? Because <laughs> that, that just, like, bugs the crap out of me. Because, you know, there's, like, a, there, most of them, other people have at least heard, but there's, like, a few of them that, like, you know, sort of stashed away that are just, you know, like, little personal secrets right now. And I just... Mm-hmm. I'd like to at least leave that behind, even if I don't manage to leave much of else behind. You know, if the folks I know are taken care of, and I have this, like, hey, here's a few little ditties about how I felt about shit. So. Yeah, exactly, man. And uh, I wanted to ask you, since since you like 80s stuff, too, have you ever heard of the band Stan Bush? The Stan Bush? Yeah, Stan Bush. I have not. 
Um, well, actually, you probably have. You just don't realize it. Um, oh, okay. Sam Bush uh, did uh, did some music for Bloodsport and Kickboxer. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's All right, then, yeah, yeah. Then I definitely have heard it. Yeah, uh, I've actually had the lead singer of Stan Bush on this radio show. Well, that's so, cool. So, yeah, but, I like uh, to go back. I like to go back and watch. See, my favorite of those is like no, no offense if you're like if you lean more towards the kickboxer. Cause, but uh, my favorite of the two is Bloodsport. Like I said, a specific memory of that one. Like that, that was that was my jam when I was a kid. And I remember I also used to laugh a lot because I would catch it on TBS. It seemed the most. And they used to do these really, really awful, like, mm-hmm. editing jobs of, like, whenever they would say a cuss word. Like, I yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, I, I feel like it was just, like, this really, like, loud beep that would start, like, way before the cuss word started and then, like, would end way after it did. <laughs> so, uh, it, since, since you like that one the best, man, uh, I've got something cool that I'll probably send you. Stan Bush uh, actually recorded me a personal promo a few years ago and he put uh fight to survive behind it. Oh nice. Yeah, so I'll I'll uh so a cool dude. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll even put that in uh, this broadcast for you too, so that's yeah, that's cool. So I mean have you ever thought about like I think what you know, since you've done done covers, have you thought about maybe covering some songs from Stan Bush like you know, from Kickboxer, Bloodsport. Well, know? I could, uh, well, I could check out a few of those songs, and maybe next time I know you're going to be around for certain, play a little bit of that. But right now, I guess what I'm trying to do more than anything mm-hmm. is that I still, I'll, I know I'm always going to have to play covers because it's one of my favorite, like, and especially I like I, every now and then I just learn a new song that I hear on the radio or think of an old song that I've never learned, and I just have to know how to play it. And some mm-hmm. of them you just can't help but want to share with other people. But yeah. I'm trying to, as slowly through time, I'm trying to get it finally to where I can play just more and more and more of my original stuff because I've been writing songs through all these years. And there's other ones from when I was younger that now I would just throw away or would just play them at you know, parties with friends because they're funny or just goofy. But as time goes on, I'm starting to actually get more and more songs that I'm like, no, I think that's actually like a decent song. I think I can keep rolling with that and playing that instead, and hopefully through time, that'll get me to the point where that can be the main thing that I do for a living, is playing people songs that I wrote. But also, oh, oh, like oh. When they, that's what I'm saying, though, is that next time, uh, next time I see you, though, I'm going to try to have some Stan Bush up my sleeve. Oh, that, that, that would be great. That would be awesome. And then, like, next time I have you on the show, even though it'll be film quality, what I would like to do is, uh, you know, I would like for you to... Uh, to play and sing one of your personal songs, and it'll be on the show. Oh, I'd be honored to, man. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, that, that way my that way my audience can uh, get a preview of uh, of uh, what you're all about, you know. So, all right, cool, cool. And if anybody uh, wants to hear something now, they can go to uh, SoundCloud.com, uh, Matt Dash Deal, and that's D E A L. And they can hear there's a few things posted up there. They can hear some of mm-hmm. some of the craziness that I offer. But I promise you, come out to see me somewhere. You see my name on it. You really, I probably got just about everything on my sleeve. Whatever it is you want, like, and you never know on a different night. <laughs> it just sort of depends what's going on that night. But there's always something different in store. 
Well, I, I tell you what I can do, man, if if you're willing to do this, um, like after we finish this uh, show, um, if you'll email me whatever track you want, I'll make sure that it gets dropped in at the end of the show. Oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. So. Awesome. Nice. So that that way people can uh, get a recorded version, and then when, when I have you back on the show, we can do like a live-type version. That is we, perfect. Yeah. That is perfect. Because I like, I like people to know what they get both ways. Because it's nice when you can lay down a cool recorded song. Those are the things you want to jam out with, too, when you're listening to your car. But it's mm-hmm. nice to hear a good live recording and realize that you can go out and see somebody somewhere and you still get your money's worth. Yeah, I... Honestly, I would love to see your stuff on Pandora. See, now, that's, I guess that's pretty much what I'm aiming to do with my next little batch of music. Like, I've got a few things I've been working on recently. I think once that I can get them all recorded down and, you know, mm-hmm. mixed, mixed together, that this time I'm going to go with the full getting digitally licensed, and then you can get your stuff on Pandora and iTunes and stuff like that. So I'm going to go there with this next batch of stuff and, I think it's probably just in time because the stuff I'd done before I was younger, I recorded some things. I recorded some things I'm really proud of, but also was still, like, all leading to the point in time where I really got a handle on recording and how it all works. And now mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to putting out some music that I think will be quality stuff. Oh, absolutely, Matt. And, uh, you know, before I wrap up the show, Matt, um because I need to uh, speak to you about a surprise that's going to be probably coming to the um, to the show here in the near future. Um, is there uh, anything else that you want to pass on to um, my audience who may be listening? Well, uh, I had been asked about this good sir, Justin Harvey, if I might be willing to whip up a theme song, which is all sorts of up my alley because I happen to work in radio anyways and I've come up with jingles and written show intros for uh, Alpha Media and Bluefield. They have uh, J104 and Kicks Country and mm-hmm. Eagle and there's a couple AM stations. And at this point, just I've produced a few, like not just you know audio for commercials and the other stuff, but you know bits of music that they've worked into other things. So I, when you when you asked you know if I might be able to do a theme song, I thought yes, that'd be absolutely perfect because at this point, thirty second jingles are a strength of mine, and <laughs> I'm looking forward to laying down something for the the Justin Ray Harvey show. Oh, that that's great! And ladies and gentlemen, Matt has been given a lot of my work, and he knows that this show is completely legit. So, and glad to be a part of it, man. Thank you so much. Oh, it, it, it's it's my it's my pleasure, man. And um, you know, uh, thank you for being on the show. So, no problem, man. I'm glad, to, and I'm looking forward to when I get to come back and play for you live, man. Oh, I, absolutely. Whenever you feel like you know coming back, just just give me a ring and say you know I'm I'm ready. So, all right, cool, Justin, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And cut. We're done, Matt. Good show, nice show. Man, awesome, man. Thank you so much for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And it'll it'll only take me like a day to get this actually edited, so. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm going to go down. uh, I'm going to have some dinner, and then uh, sometime here in the next couple hours, I'll uh, email you a link to the, uh, the, the particular song or whatever. 
And then mm-hmm. that way you can and you can get that and you can put it in the so or I'll email the file to you or whatever. And yeah. then you can have that and drop it in if you want to. And then like you said, next time I'll play something live for you, man. I'd be glad to. Awesome because see what I do is I use uh I use Audacity for my um for my recordings and then I could just drop your MP three in at like the end of the show. Nice. Cool, man. All right, well thanks Justin, man. I really appreciate it. I'll be talking to you soon, man. Yeah, you too. You too, man. And uh, thank you for being on the sh- on the show. So, no problem, man. Have a good one. You too, bud.
Stan Bush. I sing Fight to Survive in the movie Bloodsport. You're listening to Justin Ray Harvey. A fight to survive. 